Welcome, everyone, to the MetSpa Accelerator Podcast, brought to you by Cast Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing, the go-to resource to learn the latest hacks and the best practices for marketing and growing a profitable medical aesthetics practice. I'm your host, Luis Trevino, and I'm joined today with our co-host, Cassie Craig. Welcome, everyone, to the ninth episode of the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Cass Clinical Consulting and Everable Marketing. I'm joined today with our co-host, Cassie Craig, and obviously myself, Luis Trevino. <laughs> uh, and it's just us today. Uh, today, we want to talk about mindset and how to prepare for 2019. What are some of the things that we can do? to really help us, you know, put us on the right track, not just mentally, but also help us prepare, like, what are some of the tactical things that we can do to really just plan out 2019 and help us have the best year uh, possible. So, uh, Cass, I'm going to let you dive right in. I know you're really passionate about this subject, so so go for it. I really am. We were talking before we began about, you know, I walk this fine line when I talk, especially I talk with scientists all day. Um, So I walk this fine line of being kind of like, you know, kind of out there with mindset. And that's not at all what I intend. I, um, I believe in mindset on a very scientific level, like we can affect the way that the brain works by doing some work, we have to do it diligently. And we talked a little bit about subconscious versus conscious beliefs in uh, previous episodes. And um, so the subconscious is really guiding a lot of what's going on. And you know, being that subconscious is below the conscious, like, how do you change that, uh, but yeah. work very diligently on certain exercises. And uh, we were talking, you know, 2019 is going to pose a lot of the same challenges. There are a lot of the same stuff's going to come up, kind of the repetitive patterns of things that bother me and you and everybody um, individually. And then we're probably going to walk into some new challenges as, you know, this industry changes so quickly, so you know, just things are coming technology wise, things are coming in our markets, things are coming in competition. So we can't really foresee what the challenges will be, but we know they're coming, right? Um, So how do we make this next year fun, in addition to profitable and successful? And I think that mindset is really the key there. Um, I talked a little bit about positive journaling on on a previous episode. And I want to talk and what I do with my staff at the end of the year and for myself is a little bit of vision boarding exercises. So really kind of painting the picture because often, and I get kind of frustrated when I ask people like, where do you want to be in 12 months? And they can't even, not only can they not tell me, they can't even put a number to it. They can't give me any details because it's like people are just surviving through today. And what kind of life is that? Um, We, we create a business to be free. And most of us, most of the people I talk to are really handcuffed or really like held prisoner by their business. We've got to change that. Um, yeah. Cause this is not only is business fantastic, like fun and um, it's always new stuff coming. It's never boring, but then the industry that we're in is the best, absolute best industry to be in. This is where we give people smiles. Uh, we really affect people's happiness. So vision boarding um, you can, you can Google it and download some, there's different ways to do it. I like to do mine uh, through the computer. So there's different like collage type things that you can download images from Google and paste them here, um, motivational quotes or whatever you connect with that kind of tells the story of what you want to have happen in this next year. 
Um, some people like to do like magazine cutouts. That's how I used to do it 10 years ago and, and make something pretty that you can hang on the wall. I personally like a printout or something I can look at on my computer every day because that's where I am. Um, I connect a, uh, an alarm in the morning to remind me to just check out my vision board. And I just sit with it for a couple minutes and just remind myself of all of the images that I chose, the words that I chose, what they meant to me at the time, what they mean to me now, take things down um, that I have achieved, add things. You can always do that. Um, I had one client who used a bulletin board system and she would take the things that were achieved off of the vision board and put it in a shoebox. And she would keep these shoe boxes and then she would go over those at the end of each year and go back a few years and just kind of sift through the things that she had achieved that she really put some visualization type techniques to. So vision board, Google it. And I, I love to make it a team building exercise um, yeah. where we do one for the company as a whole. And then we do one individually as professionals. And then on the side for me, I do one personally uh, to, uh, you know, address all the other areas of life that I want to be successful yeah. in. I think it's really important that that you do both things, like you said, right? You need to look at one as as a company. And I think a lot of the times, too, in order to get your staff on the same vision as you, you need to include them in that process, uh, not just for, uh, you know, you want their opinion and stuff like that, but you also it's also a great exercise to see where they're at. Like, where do they think the company is going? And you as a leader, that's going to that's gonna be really important because it's going to help you identify and also make sure like who is like where they're at in their process, right? Like where they're at in what they believe about your company and where they believe, where they believe the company is going, but then making sure that you align them to the same vision that you have, which more often than not, you're probably going to be surprised. Like a lot of people, a lot of your employees will not have the same vision if you haven't like done these type of exercises or they don't know where it is you're going, what you're trying to accomplish. And nobody's on that like singular mission. I think Leon did a great job in our last episode. If you haven't heard it yet, make sure to go watch, go listen to it. But uh, Leon talked about this a lot too, really focusing in on team building and kind of stabilizing and really uh, building out the foundation for what is your company vision? Where is it going? And, you know, that's just huge. I know um, I kind of follow a lot of the uh, traction guys. We talked about that last week as well. We, I've, I've been meaning to implement it. We hadn't, we hadn't done it. We have done little things here and there as part of our weekly meetings and stuff like that. But we went on a trip this, this last uh, weekend and we're on the road back. We were like, you know what? We just need to do it. So on our, on our trip back, we had like an eight-hour drive. We just started outlining everything. Like, So what we do, and I know, Cassie, you do the same thing. It's like you look at your 10-year mark. What is a, what, do, what do you want to accomplish within 10 years? Like, Where do you want your company to be? How much revenue do you want to be making? How do you want to impact? What's, what do you want your impact to be? How many employees do you want to have? Like, And then start working, you know, reverse engineering that. Start working backwards, right? Like, you know, you look at, Three years, I think, is the, what the traction guys say. And then yep. it's one year. And then mm -hmm. it's the three months. We have your core, like your rocks, yep. right? I think is what they right. call them. Mm -hmm. so, so we have our, we're still trying to finish everything out, but we have our first quarter planned out for 2019. We know what the top three things that we want to accomplish for 2019, first quarter. And then we already have some things that we're working through for Q2, Q3. We already know what our revenue goals are, what we want to try to accomplish. And now it's just about working backwards, you know? And Here's, so it's huge. Ahead. 
Well, I was going to say, here's the thing. If you, if that, if that like kind of puts you in a place where you've never thought about this and you're like, I don't even know what my revenue goal would be an easy, an easy fix is to look at the average growth rate of the med spa market, which I, I believe it's, it's either three or 6%. So I would, I would go conservatively and estimate 3% growth in January based yeah. on last January's numbers. And that can give you, when you look at February add 3%, March add 3%, that can give you that goal for Q1. And, and then you, like Louise is saying, you pick out the things, the rocks, which if you, if you listen to or read traction, then you'll find, they call um, like small goals, quarterly goals, rocks. And you can yeah. hand these out to key players in your company. And so by vision boarding, going back to that exercise, when you watch people and what their mission is, it's okay if their mission is quite different. That's fine. Let them, let them have their mission, but find where it overlaps yours because people can be very, very, very effective at growing your company for you if you identify what they're passionate about. So my esthetician might be passionate for, you know, laser or whatever. And so I can get her involved in that growth, in that rock, in that growth um, opportunity and goal for Q1, rather than put her on writing protocols for facials or what, like we can see where we can use these people by just observing their own work. Um, and asking them questions, you know, involving them. So definitely setting goals, look at your numbers. So as we close down the year, go back and make sure guys, I, like I talked, I talked to a lot of people and nobody seems to know their numbers. People are running their business on emotions and that business will run in the ground or you will run yourself in the ground. You've got to know numbers and it's fairly easy to gather like your gross revenue, um, a little bit more difficult to gather how many new patients you have versus established patients, but that's an important number. Uh, and then I would say goal number one for any company who is not looking at numbers regularly would be to start looking at numbers regularly. Um, yeah. That book, Traction, that buy yourself traction for a, a Christmas present and start listening to, you know, what numbers do you follow? Um, how do you review them? Who do you review them with? It needs to be at least a couple people in that conversation. Um, and you need to look at, at one of the papers you just showed me was your company scorecard. So you need to have something like that to, do you want to show it? Yeah, <laughs> I've got a blank one, so I don't have marks all over it. I have, I, we meet, um, we keep this. And this is actually a, a download off of the traction. They, they refer you to a website, eosworldwide.com. And there's a toolbox there with free downloads that you can use for your company. So the scorecard, we keep quarterly. And we just go through the dates and write out. We, we follow about 15 Numbers. So I actually keep a Google document that um, it relates to that scorecard because I keep a, a few more numbers on there that we look at regularly. Um, yeah. But it's a great place to start and they have a lot of free tools. Let's see. I've got a, a ton of stuff from them right here. Um, Three-step process documenter. Um, issue solving track. How to solve issues. Here's your, your core values with your company. The rocks. Yeah. The core values, yeah, the core values is huge. Is that something that you haven't already done? I know, Cassie, you talk a lot about this with your personal uh, consulting clients and stuff like that. Uh, it's just you have to get in line. Like you, you have, and then not just it's not just for you. It's more important for like your team because you need to understand. Like everybody needs to fall in line in line with what your mission is, what your core values are. 
And then wh- what are you trying to hit at? Like, where are you trying to go? Like, if not, everybody's just trying to do their own thing. They're not going to feel any sense of direction, which a lot of the times for employees, they need that direction. Like they want it, you know, they, they want to know, they want to be kind of told and kind of not necessarily told to do all the times, but maybe like guided towards like the past. So they know. And then on top of that too, they know they're doing a good job because if not, they don't know if they're doing a good job, you know, right. and like sometimes that And they don't feel invested. Yeah. How, like, what kind of turnover do you guys see in your business? If your business has more than a couple people, uh, often there's a high turnover and often that's not because of actually, actually hired somebody, um, an injector, a nurse injector. And when we were talking about, this was just this week, we were talking about her, her salary at the company that she was working with. She was making over $110 an hour on average with a high commission rate. And I was like, I, for an RN injector, like I, it was incredible money. Now, so I'm like, why are you leaving that? Well, she was completely unhappy. So it's not just about the salary. It's not just about what you're giving them as far as financial. And often people will work for a sense of ownership and a sense of belonging in the company. And they value that more highly than more dollars. So community and culture and what we kind of covered on a previous episode, it's so huge. And when you build these, when you build these, um, we do uh, performance improvement meetings every quarter. And that's when we identify the rocks with the uh, staff. So we ask the staff, you know, out of all of the opportunities for growth that we, that we can see, what do you think you could do to help us achieve these small, you know, um, advances? And people often have their own ideas. And then they're so proud to turn them into you. They ask for help along the way. It's team building among their peers when they need help in certain things. A lot of our like uh, video communications have come from these meetings. A lot of our ideas around um, improving the standard of care, improving the products, like adding uh, value to the cool sculpting product, adding value to our, our full face injectables and liquid facelifts and all that. It all comes from the staff. But uh, yeah. I often see like two or three main people in a business doing everything. And then the staff kind of hanging out in the break room in between clients. You've got yep. a lot of power. You got you to learn how to delegate. Yeah, that's 100%. So, okay. So I think we've talked a good amount about like the, you know, how to plan for 2019 guys. And, and, it, and it's kind of like, we want to give you a strategy so that you can do that. And which is what we just gave you, like, you know, plan your 10 year and then your three year and then your year and then your, your quarterly, right? That's the strategy that we would implement. On top of that, we want to give you some references. So definitely check out the website that Cassie talked about. Check out the book Traction because that's what I use. That's what she uses. That's what I know a lot of a lot of other uh, great, you know, Fortune 500 companies are using. It's not something that we made up, you know, like this no. is like things that have been tested and proven. It's been around for, you know, a number of years and the biggest corporations use them. So definitely check those out. Uh, I want to focus in a little bit more on mindset now. Uh, we've been talking a little bit more about this and really just about, you know, what it really takes. So, you know, Cassie talked about, you know, uh, being conscious and the unconscious, right? And what's going on. And I know for sure, like a lot of the times our minds are already like kind of like pre-programmed, right? Like we've already, we've lived the number of years that we've lived, right? And based off of those experiences, our mind has kind of shifted and, and, and usually we're always on autopilot. Like we don't really tend to think about new things or if, some, if a thought comes into our mind, like we always act a certain way. And it's not really until you're like conscious of that, you can start kind of uh, making ch- those changes. 
Um, uh, one of the things that I, the reason why we want to talk about this is because it's so huge in how you how your mind and uh, perceives your business, whether it's going, you know, you think it's going bad or if you think it's going really, really well. Right. And so in how that actually shifts, like everything that, that you do. Right. So, again, like again, what Cassie's saying, like you're not super woo woo or anything like that. I don't think none of us are. But you can't ignore the facts that like people have been talking about this for you know, thousands of years, right? And if they literally say, you know, write down the vision and let people know about it, which is like, I think in the Bible and I think I'm sure other religious books kind of talk about it as well. It means something guys, like there's some truth in that. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it works, anything like that. But there's, there's power in kind of writing those things down and for you psychologically making those things happen. So um, there's a lot of things we can talk about mindset. Cassie, I want to, yeah, go for it. One of my, one of my first coaches that I ever worked with said, you know, every day has ups and downs and I'm going to draw something here. So I know some people are only on audio. Um, so I'm going to try to communicate what I'm doing here, but this, this point of perspective video. and it's so simple. What? Check out our video. If you're just on yeah, audio. Yeah. Watch the video too. But if I'm going to try to talk you through it, if you're listening while you're driving, don't look. Um, <laughs> so every day has its ups and downs. So if you were to back up and take like a satellite view of your life, you would see a trajectory that's on an increase that's on a rise. It's kind of like, so if you can see that, it's kind of kind of always, you're always making progress. You're always moving forward. You're evolving. You are like, you're living and that's what life is. But if you, if you moved in, if you zoomed in on this line, on this trajectory, you would see that it's made up of ups and downs all the way. And so it's like this ongoing progress that's going on, even when you're in that slump, even when you're in that place where you're like, oh God, I can't wait to get through this. It's learning. It's so like, say you have a day where you look at your cash register at the end of the day and you in total made $200. Well, it's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to pay the staff. It's not going to pay. And so instead of saying, oh my gosh, this is a loss. I can't believe that we're losing why not look at the wins? Like what did happen that day that we're, that we're moving your progress forward. That's not just revenue related. I, so many business owners make these emotional decisions every day. Like, Oh, well the return wasn't high enough. So I've just got to quit what I'm doing. When in fact, like your staff actually had time to be on the phones to set up in the rest of the week, or they had time to train or they bonded or you guys worked as a team on something. So in every loss, there's a win and you got to really look for it. And that's why that journaling activity is very useful to really, to really record the wins in the day and make sure that you are can, focusing on those because then the next day you'll be looking for the wins, not the losses. Can you talk about the journaling activity a little bit? I don't think we cover that in the- Yeah, I covered it in the episode that I did by myself, but what all I do is I take, you can do this on your phone, you can dictate it, you can, I mean, think of however you want to. I like to go to the bookstore and get like a pretty journal that I, you know, keep around, right? In my bag, in my briefcase. And just look for experiential gratitude moments, happiness moments, um, laughter moments, joy moments, and record them. So- for example, I look out the window and I see um, a nest of baby birds. Then I would write that down rather than say I was sitting here because nobody was coming into the business looking out the window, right? So I, I'm looking, it, it, it trains me to look for those moments of gratitude and inspiration in my life rather than focusing on the negative. 
And all you do is look for three different things every day. Don't repeat things. So you don't want to just put people, places, things. You really want to use experiences in this gratitude journal. And just list three, you know, sometimes I might skip a day and do five the next day, whatever. It doesn't have to be perfect. But what you will quickly have is a positive record and history of your own life. And to look back through that is very powerful. It's very powerful to see because I can tell you that six months ago, I was probably worried about something, but I couldn't tell you what it is. And most of the stuff that I worry about never comes true anyway. And the things that do hit me, they blindside me. It's not something that I could ever prepare for. So when you find yourself kind of in this negative mental, just, you know, back and forth, um, it, we have to be diligent to pull ourselves out of that and, and stay in the positive. Yeah, 100%. And so, um, guys, like, what's so awesome about this is that you might be thinking like, well, okay, like, a lot of these things, and I think we talked about mindset before. And I think one of the things that I mentioned was that, like, sometimes it's kind of, you can, it's very easy to, to like ignore this, right? Because a lot of times like you don't see the effects right away. Um, but guys, I want to encourage you to continue to do it because mindset, I want to say is like 80% of everything, like how, you know, it's 80% of the battle, right? And, and it's 90, this, yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so this will affect everything you do. Like the way, if you're doing, you know, if you're injecting people, if you're selling people, you know, like if you're just managing your team, how you're working your business, all of those things, it's like the mindset that you come into it will affect everything that you do, right? And it's so crazy to think about it like this because you don't know until you've actually done it, you know? Like it's not something you're, like it's it's always one thing or another, right? So if you do something bad, you don't really know how it's gonna look if you're doing something good. So it's like being able to really see see this for what it is, right? Being able to say, okay, I want to, you know, have more positive attitude towards everything that I'm doing in life. And that being said, uh, I know that it's going to improve my team. It's going to improve my sales. It's going to improve the way I, I connect with my clients because I want them to feel better when that, when they came in and that's just going to like, all that is just going to come back to you, I guess is what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say, right. Uh, yeah. And ultimately for the better, so I want to encourage you guys to really take the time in. I, I try to do it every morning. I, I, I sometimes I always, like I can't <laughs> and you know, that's understandable. But like Cassie said, if you miss a day, then go back and try to make up for it. You know? Yeah. Do it for the previous day. I mean, nothing has to be perfect. And when we start work on mindset, there comes this awareness of the problem. And yeah. so uh, I remember early on in my own journey, uh, working with a coach on mindset I became suddenly aware of negative self-talk, of judgment of others, of, you know, all fear, worry, sadness, all kinds of stuff that I really was in a large amount of a denial about. So it's, it's not about perfection. And I tell people the first thing that I ever do with any of my clients is talk to them about personal time, um, time to kind of grow in the, in the mindset And whether that look like, you know, meditation to exercise physically to um, listening to something that's calming in the car, it doesn't have to be perfect and it it can be yours. It can be whatever you want it to be, but somewhere that you're doing some insightful kind of reflection um, and looking at the mindset that really dictates how you feel about your day. And what is the, the whole purpose of what we're doing every day is to achieve happiness and freedom. I think that that's kind of the human condition, why we're all working so hard. So I think many of us find out that once we get a certain amount of money, that's not what makes happy. 
Um, yeah. it's, it's more than that. So yes, and, like work hard to be financially comfortable, but also look at, you know, the why behind it and, and what's yeah. going on. And, and, I, and one of the other things that I, I guess I want to point out here is that like, if you look at some of the top performers in any industry, right, you know, talking about some of the top business people in the world, people that are making tons and tons of money. It's like, they always talk about these things. And like, if you're a business owner right now, you own a med spa or whatever business you own, and you, you're probably at a point, most likely, I think most of the people that we talk to, like they're already like either they've had their business for five years or more or something along those lines. And they have a team, they work hard, they're already making some money. And at the end of the day, you, you sort of look at like, man, you know what, what separates that person, that other person that's making like 10 times more money than I am from me, right? I'm like, you. a lot of times I see people like, you're kind of already at the end of the line here. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're already working as many hours as you can work. You have team members, you know, staff members that are doing other things. You're making a certain amount of money and you kind of hit that gap, right? You kind of hit the, 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 the blockage or the ceiling or like, well, what, what is next? Guys, that's mindset. It's, it's yeah. the, the next thing that is the, 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 other, the, the other thing that's next is mindset, working on yourself and figuring out ways that how you can not, not only work hard, we're all about working hard working smarter and a lot of the times you're going to have those breakthroughs in your business because of mindset connections that you have when you're in your alone time when you're journaling like breakthroughs you know when you have coaches and mentors and you're working with other people like things like that happen in those type of dynamics not when you're just in the trenches every day trying to figure it out by yourself and one of my one of my favorite people ever um that i had you know i experienced a lot of growth with used to always say the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. So if you're not working on these things and you see a negative mindset in your, in your company and your, you know, you hear people just negative talking, talking trash, talking, you know, drama in the workplace. Remember that this is a reflection of you, honestly. Um, and that hurts sometimes. <laughs> that hurts for me to see. I'm like, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? Oh, wait, this is a reflection of my leadership. Um, so yeah. what can I do to be a positive reinforcement and a guide to these people who need a guide. So uh, the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. 100%. All yeah. right. Well, I think we've kind of, you know, dialed in here on a few things. Um, again, guys, um, if you have any questions or anything, anything like that, that you would like for us to cover in the podcast, feel free to reach out to us. Cassie, do you have any last words or anything you want to leave our no. audience? Uh, go to that website, www.e as in Edward, O as in Orange, S as in Sam, worldwide.com and download awesome. the free toolkit from, um, from the traction material. Make sure to check that out. Just check out the traction book. I know they have an awesome website where they have more material. They actually do one-on-one -on -one coaching and all these other things yeah. too, if you're interested in that. That's all uh, on that website. Yep. Yeah. Uh, again, guys, check us out on Spotify, on iTunes, on any type of podcasting platform. Uh, leave us a review, leave us a comment. That's going to help other people, you know, check us out more. Uh, and let us know how we're doing. Uh, send us a message. Again, if you have any questions or anything, if you want to be featured on the podcast, let us know. Or you think that somebody should be featured, let us know and we'll reach out to them. Somebody you want to hear from them. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't, Cassie. That's nope, that's it. You guys have right. an awesome week and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.